0: Get ready for truth and transparency from an ocean of liberal tears. Welcome to the Blue Shark Show with your host, Mike Lang. We've got
1: a lot to unpack today, and we're starting with a press release from Hood County Constable John Shirley, Precinct 2. And on December 30th, John Shirley released this press release, and it was about a document on October 20th, 2020, an email from the Hood County judge's office, of course, from his private law firm email,
2: and it just starts out like he's being investigated. What do you think? Well, this press release claims and the documents appear to show that Judge Massengill is using his office to act as a uh, member of law enforcement or as a prosecutor. He's investigating another elected official which is outside the scope and responsibilities of his office and to boot he's using a private email server to do it
0: right so if there was cause for an investigation that should be referred to the district attorney or the sheriff's office and the texas rangers would be conducting that investigation but by all appearances it looks like this is being instigated by judge ron massingill
2: and I think the judge has been going after John Shirley for a couple years now. You know, he's tried to raise questions about this and that and tried to get him removed from office, and this could just be another uh, part of his personal vendetta against the constable.
1: And that's what it looks like is it's starting to be a personal vendetta. You have Robin Williams from Net Data, and then you have John Hurley who is his dispatch supervisor from Hood County Releasing the information from John Shirley's constable office about his data that he collects on civil papers, on criminal records. Now, John Shirley is a constable, and each constable, all four in Hood County, are their own police department through the state of Texas. They're not part of Roger Deeds, the Hood County Sheriff's Office. They are their own department. So you don't have these crossover investigations going on unless it's ordered by the DA or the Texas Rangers. Well, now you have a county judge using private email trying to obtain data from a police agency that an elected official constables in charge of.
0: Right. So this kind of undermines the integrity of the whole security there for those files. Like, can just anyone say, hey, I want access to this information and they're going to get it? I mean, I could understand if there's an investigation going on and they they have to look and access those files for the investigation. But the judge is supposed to be instigating the investigation. That would be the Texas Rangers.
2: And it's interesting to me that one of the things they've accused John Shirley of over the years is abuse of office when it appears, in fact, that Judge Massengill is the one abusing his office and his position in government. Further on in the
1: press release, Hood County Constable John Shirley's calling on the Hood County District Attorney Ryan Sinclair, the Hood County Attorney Matt Mills, to open investigations into circumstances surrounding the unauthorized access of his office records and also calls on the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton to direct the Texas Rangers to do the same. So, John Shirley's very serious about this records breach.
0: Yeah, it is a serious matter. Those records are that they should be secured, and unauthorized access would warrant an investigation.
2: And looking at that chain of emails, what appears to have happened is that. The judge reached out to uh, the guy there in dispatch and said, hey, can you get me this login, this information? And uh, he kind of went around it doing the little buddy-buddy good old boy deal instead of going through the proper channels, which, you know, come to find out had already been gone through.
0: Right. And the bigger issue at stake, I, I think, is if somebody's getting the login information, what's preventing that someone, especially if there's a per- personal vendetta at stake here, what's preventing that person from going in and making changes or changing some of that information or deleting files or anything like that? Who's to say that something like that couldn't happen? And without an audit of all of that stuff, an investigation into it, We would never know that something like that actually happened.
1: Well, we see what what could happen with ongoing investigations, whether it's civil or criminal. You have this data in a space, and you have a chain of custody issue. So if we have just everybody from the Hood County Sheriff's Office and the judge looking at this data, your chain of custody is out the window. So you have civil cases and possibly criminal cases that are under investigation that could be jeopardized. And after all, how many times have we heard the judge say he's an attorney, right?
0: Right. (laughs) So
1: he should know better.
2: He should definitely know better. But if the judge has shown us anything over the last few years, it's that, you know, rules, procedure, and uh, ethics aren't really a giant concern of his. You know, we've uncovered uh, through these open records requests a lot of times when the judge is conducting work for his private law office, using county resources i mean there's some of it that we're not even going to be able to put out right because it violates attorney-client privilege
1: yeah we think so at least on the show we're not going to show it but you've got attorneys you know in, in dc in judges in ohio you have different cases going on that are discoverable through open records requests that in my opinion we're not going to show because they've got a right to privacy
0: right
2: But the judge violated it for them, just like he's violating it for John Shirley. And, you know, he's violated your rights, too. Don't forget, he's the one that locked us down in the first place. So John Shirley puts out this press release.
1: And on January 1st, 2022, the IT department decides to put out a release of their own showing that, hey, this was all fine and good. Everything's on the up and up. But guess what? It's It's not.
2: not. No, those dates do not match up. Yeah, so in IT's press release, they basically said, hey folks, there's nothing to see here. It must be some type of miscommunication uh, because those requests came from the Texas Rangers. The only problem with that is that at the time those requests were made by Judge Massengill, Uh, the Rangers investigation was closed and Judge Massengill, as much as he may not want to admit it, is not a Texas Ranger. I believe what IT's trying to do is use the prior dates and
1: the prior information from the Texas Rangers investigation, and they were wrong putting this out, in my opinion, this early without checking the dates, because if you go back and look, on March 23rd of 2020, the Hood County DA, Ryan Sinclair, requested DPS investigation and help on the investigation. On August 3rd of 2020, the Hood County DA said, hey, look, no charges, we've concluded, uh, file closed. That's it. Right. And that's August 3rd of 2020. Well, this emails October 20th of 2020, months later.
0: Right. So the Ranger investigation that the IT department is referring to was closed already. And then a couple months later, a request was sent by Judge Ron Massengill from his law firm email address, to look into John Shirley again to get access to these files. So there's clearly two different things being talked about here.
1: The IT press release ends up with this statement. Ultimately, it was the Texas Rangers that wanted this information, not any individual at Hood County. Hood County was simply complying with the request. And that could have been true early on with the past Rangers investigation, but there is somebody definitely wanting this information and it's a hood county official and that hood county official is judge ron Massengill, ranger ron ranger ron <laughs> let's take a look at the dps texas rangers report that we've been talking about and that was done on constable john shirley now this report was released to us through john shirley and he did a public information request for this report So this is public information, and John Shirley has given it to us. And it states in here in this report that once again on March 23rd, 2020, Ryan Sinclair, the DA, started the investigation, wanted the Texas Rangers to help out. And then on 8-3, August 3rd of 2020, file closed. That was it. No charges, no nothing. As we look at the report, it's done in summary by Texas Rangers. And they were called in, so they have to do a report, and they do a supplement report, and they, they talk to the parties that are, you know, involved in this, and John Shirley and, and a lot of other people. Well, one of the main characters in this report, I would say probably the main character, is ex-Constable Kathy Gibbettan of Precinct 3. And at the time, she was the Precinct 3 constable who had worked for the sheriff's office prior to that for decades, right? Long time. So she was really in the know with a lot of the SO people. And and uh, on this report, they interviewed, the Texas Rangers interviewed Kathy Jividen, then a constable. In 1.5, and they do this in, in increments here, Constable Jividen is being questioned by the Texas Rangers. And the Texas Rangers said, I asked Constable Jividin if she has evidence, evidence, or information providing Constable Shirley is improperly using information obtained from Spillman or TLO, which are information about running people and whatnot, in connection with this private investigation business. Constable Jividin stated no. No evidence. Now, there's a typo in there that says Shirley, but it should have been Givetan because, you know, they're interviewing Kathy Jividen. So does she have evidence? No. As we go on investigation, and the Rangers are interviewing Kathy Jividen, Constable Jividen stated, Constable Shirley is a, quote, shady, unquote, and is secretive in conducting his official business. Constable Jividen stated, When they attend out-of-town trainings, Constable Shirley does not stay in the same hotel As the rest of the constables. Ooh, Ooh. that's so shady. (laughs) It's shady. And you know, as a constable for two and a half years, we went to training and whatnot. And depending on when you signed up, depending on what availability there was for hotels, right?
0: Right, because they'll block out for certain events. They'll, They'll do a block of rooms for that discounted rate. But once those are gone, they're gone. Then you're paying the premium rate. So it may be cheaper to stay at a different hotel at that point.
1: As we go on, Constable Jividend stated, they, and I don't know who they is, hoped that Constable Shirley would not have won the 2019 election, but he did.
0: Well, they, um, the, the voters decided. That was up to the voters, the people of the ballot box. That I mean, that is our community voicing who they want to represent them for their constable. So whatever they or they did not want or hope didn't happen, the citizens did.
2: Yeah, and not only that, uh, Constable Shirley won against two opponents with like almost sixty percent of the vote. Like that's pretty decisive. If you've got three people in a race and somebody avoids a runoff by breaking fifty plus one, it's this huge.
1: So we're looking at they didn't want him in there. So if you're an investigator or you're listening to this program or watching it, you're understanding that uh oh. It sounds like this person might not really be for John Shirley and might have a grudge you know, to grind, right?
0: Right, that's what it sounds like. It's more of a personal vendetta issue. She already stated she had no evidence. This is all just pure speculation.
2: It sounds like they, in this case, is the good old boy system. I mean, KJ's been here for a long time. She worked at the SO for a long time. She's worked alongside of the same people that, you know, helped drive this county into the ditch. So I'm pretty sure by reading this and having a little bit of understanding that they is the good old boys. As we go on in the interview, Constable Jividend states
1: that Constable Shirley ran against two opponents. She further stated one opponent was a Dallas County constable and the second opponent was a Hood County Sheriff's deputy. Constable Jividen stated no one knew the Dallas constable and the sheriff's deputy did not run a strong campaign. Constable Jividen stated that Constable Shirley did run a strong campaign and lives in a gated community with access to the residence. (laughs) So where in the world does this fit in the investigation? Now, I'm glad that, you know, ex-Constable Jividen said this because it gives the interviewer the mindset of where this person's coming from during the interview.
0: Yeah, it just, you know, goes to show that it it's more of a personal issue and speculation with absolutely zero evidence to substantiate any kind of claims and seems to be more of like a, a character assassination attempt to undermine the integrity of that person's uh, job.
2: You know, like we said, this stuff's been going on for years against Constable Shirley, and I'm just glad that he's been able to withstand it all and fight it all in spite of everything, you know, uh, all the times he's been in the paper you know, them trying to make a bad guy out of him when really he's, you know, even through the challenges he's faced in the last year or so, persevered through a whole lot and made sure that, you know, the duties of his office were still fulfilled. So the Rangers
1: interview Sheriff Roger Deeds, Hood County, and pretty much the same thing. The interviewer who's interviewing Roger Deeds said, I asked Sheriff Deeds if he has evidence, once again, evidence Or information proving Constable Shirley is improperly using information obtained from Spillman or TLO in connection with the private investigation business that Constable Shirley had. And Sheriff Deeds stated no. So no evidence, no information. Once again, a no from Kathy Jividin and a no from Roger Deeds on evidence and information. So now when Constable Shirley is interviewed by the Texas Rangers, Constable Shirley stated that serving criminal and civil papers are part of his law enforcement function. And as a constable, it is. And if he serves more papers, or let's say he investigates more people, he checks more thoroughly into things, he can run a lot of people on Net D, TLO, whatever the system may be. And it's really, at that point in time, it's not... Hood County S.O., it's not the other constable's responsibility. John Shirley was elected to do a job, and that's what he's going to do. If he runs twice as many people, then he runs twice as many people. It's his office. He can do what he feels is best for his constituents.
0: Right. This is just basically he's doing his job, and people have a vendetta or whatever personal issues because the chosen candidate of theirs didn't win. But that doesn't mean that there needs to be an investigation. This is just looks like a waste of taxpayer money and Texas Rangers' time into investigating a constable that's actually doing their job.
1: As somebody who was a constable for two and a half years, you can make that job what you want. You can do your own investigations. You can do criminal, civil, whatever you want. But the good old boy system here wants you to serve your papers, go home, And that's it. Sit down. Don't make any waves. Don't make any trouble for the commissioner's court or the judge. They don't want to hear any questions. They don't want to hear anything that's going on. They just say, hey, let Hood County SO do it. You go serve your papers and sit down. So if you have somebody that's proactive and you start taking a stance and doing things for your citizens that maybe sometimes a Hood County SO can't do or won't do, then guess what? You're starting to be labeled somebody who's outside that good old boy system.
0: Yeah, how dare you start to make waves and do your job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So John Shirley being interviewed was asked if he made searches utilizing Spillman or TLO for investigations related to his private investigation business. Constable Shirley stated, no. On August 3rd, 2020, the Hood County District Attorney completed a review of this investigation and concluded no charges are warranted. I do not expect any further involvement in this matter and retain custody of no evidence requiring final disposition. File closed. And that's 8-3 of 2020. And when was the email?
0: October of 2020. And so the this is the Ranger investigation that the IT department is referring to in their press release. So that investigation was closed August 3rd, 2020. The request from Judge M- Massingill came a couple months later in October of 2020.
2: And I would really hope that this was just a simple error by the IT department, and this wasn't an attempt to help participate in the good old boy system of smoke mirrors and distractions and try to get people off track with what's really happening here, because what's really happening is, again, We have a county judge that is acting as if he is a member of law enforcement and he is not. Everyone has their role as an elected official and what we have with Judge Massengill is a man that has gone beyond the scope of the role he was elected to. He cannot, should not uh, be investigating other elected officials. That should always be handled by an outside agency like the Texas Rangers or the Sheriff's Office or even pass it to the DA but for him to be conducting these investigations out of his office, circumventing due process and circumventing the controls in place to help keep the integrity of the judicial and law enforcement system intact, he's really shown that he is unfit for office and I hope that the voters keep this in mind. This man is power-hungry. He's on a power trip, and he's probably got a little Napoleon syndrome going on, too. He needs to be replaced in 2022.
0: It's interesting, too, that we have a judge that looks to be so willing to go beyond the scopes of his official duties as an elected judge. When we had a rogue ex-election administrator that was clearly you know, wanting to bring in Zuckerberg money and other things, and when we were asking for some due diligence there and looking into the election administrator, they were like, hands off, we're not touching this. Yet here we see this with our constable, John Shirley. So it makes you wonder, why is he so willing to go beyond the scope of his duties for one person and not do his job when it comes to another person?
1: Hood County Judge Ron Massengale with the October 20th email of 2020, um, that that's just above and beyond what's been going on. And evidently from the Texas Rangers investigation, he couldn't get what he wanted. So I think he's trying to go further by using that Dallas email address. And that still needs to be addressed, I believe, with the county attorney or the DA on all this county information through his business traveling through Hood County email. I appreciate the Texas Rangers coming in to do an investigation When they're called by the district attorney, they're doing their job. The district attorney handed it off to the Texas Rangers. Okay. uh, In my opinion, the evidence wasn't there, but that's fine. You know, have another set of eyes, look at it and do some investigation. This investigation, like I said, and bless the Texas Rangers for following up and doing their job. But the minute I start interviewing people like this and law enforcement You know where this case is going. You don't have to be bright, but this was not a true investigation because of the players. You had Kathy Jividin, who pretty much set in motion this whole thing and obtained Hood County Constable John Shirley's information, seized it without his knowledge or without a warrant. So we've got some issues here. There could be some issues in the Hood County Sheriff's Office, and a lot of this needs to be looked into. And Hood County Constable John Shirley, thank goodness we have elected officials like yourself that stand up and fight against this bureaucratic good old boy system. And if you're right, that's great, and you need to stand up and prove it. And I am with you 100%. It looks to me through all these documents that your rights could have been violated through here by several different people. And they continue to be violated. So what we need to do is take a look. Hopefully some people will start investigating this. And thank you once again, John Shirley, for standing up to the good old boy system. Shark Show out.